0: the first Minnesota of Top Shelf Shenanigans. My name's Janie, and I'm an
1: emotional wreck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gathered that from all of the texts on Sunday night. Uh, for those of
0: you who don't know, we are about to discuss Winona and Nicole from the TV show Winona Earp, and I just had a lot of feelings, so I thought we would discuss them. Sounds like a good plan. My name's Janie, the emotional train wreck of a host, and with my best friend here, Kelly. Hey. So basically the podcast itself, we are chronologically kind of going through their friendship, bringing forth the details of why we love them so much, um, detailing their growth as a friendship, a partnership, dissecting their characters apart as well together and just kind of celebrating this beautiful journey they've had both together as friendship uh, work partners but also as individual characters. But this little episode is basically just me screaming into the void about what happened in four two. I mean, I guess I'm just gonna start
1: screaming. I, that's what I was waiting for. I I, like, <laughs> I had a pause there to let you do that, and then I was gonna join in.
0: Oh, we're oh, <laughs> pterodactyl screeching.
1: I don't think we want to break anybody's eardrums though.
0: <laughs> Please cut that out.
1: <laughs> totally leaving it in.
0: I know you are ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i mean i'm just gonna dive right in and we're not gonna really dissect it as in depth as we have in our other episodes i do want to say that before this episode aired season four episode two we had already recorded our second full-length episode of the podcast making predictions and talking about kind of what we <laughs> want to see in four two as well as the rest of season four so let me just point out and you'll get this proof whenever we post season, uh, the second episode of our podcast i asked for two things to happen this season. I asked for Wynona to remind Nicole, preferably obnoxiously and continuously, that she told her that she is her best friend. And now there's no take backsies. I wanted her to say that. And that happened. So I almost started crying. I'm pretty sure Kelly texted me, are you okay? And I said, <laughs> Yes. I don't want to talk about it.
1: But then proceeded to talk about it.
0: Well, yeah. When I say I don't want to talk about it, it means I want to scream for 14 hours. Yeah. And then the second prediction is
1: that Waverly
0: gets excited that they made it official. Anyway, I just want to get that out there that I manifested the no-take-backsies. You did. (laughs) Even though it was already filmed months and months and months ago uh hopefully you've all seen it i don't know how anybody who watches this show has not seen it unless you're waiting till the end of the uh, season to binge which i can't blame you but also probably you've heard everything that's happened in this show it was a big one but i'm just gonna jump right in Nona and nicole are soulmates i think it's been made very clear and obvious in this episode they're soulmates
1: yeah they love each other without waverly yeah I think they've kind of established a relationship, friendship, whatever, outside of Waverly now.
0: Which has been growing and flourishing, and we've seen glimpses up until this point, but this kind of, this obviously just solidified it, and for everybody who is surprised to see it, I just ask, what show are you watching?
1: Yeah, there's so many hints.
0: Yeah, there's so many moments. they're They're best friends. They have been destined to be best friends since the moment they met. Maybe even before that, because Nicole was our Always destined to come back to purgatory. Winona was always destined to be the heir. You know, it's, they were just inevitable to each other. And I feel like that in and of itself is such a beautiful love story. If I go into my TED Talk here, Kelly... (sighs) it's too long just tell me to shut the fuck up okay yeah i can definitely Uh, do that i'm really good i'm like
1: really good at that
0: you're great but i just want to mostly what i want to do is carry forward the feelings i had watching these two together um like i said we're not going to get really in depth and break it all down that's probably a two-part episode coming down the line Uh, it's definitely going to be at least two episodes long i think at least what just resonated with me is how romantic their love for one another is now before i get hate uh you know obviously nicole is meant to be with waverly i am not arguing that what i'm saying is these two show you that two people Can be head over heels in love with one another. They can have romantic moments. They can have intimate moments. They can be completely just intertwined to the very depths of their souls. And it doesn't have to be sexual, you know, aside from Winona's sexual quips that, you know, she's always gonna make. And I think it's so important, society places so much emphasis on sex and two people if they connect like that if they connect on a deep level they get along they want to live their lives together and share their lives together it's just not valid or real it's not real love unless they're uh, unless they're sexual with each other and that's just not the case you can be in love with a person and want to share everything with them. And, you know, if you're lucky enough, sh- share your daily life with that person and they can be your confidant. They can be the person you go to for strength. Uh, you, you know, you can be weak and vulnerable ab- around them and know that that other person is not judging you, but rather supporting you and lifting you up. You can have everything that society has painted as idealistic for marriage and romance. You can have that as a best friend relationship. And I think it's so important that society and storytelling gets away from the ideal that love equals sex. Because they are not mutually inclusive. There are people out there in the world who love deeply, love truly, love inequivocally, inequivocably, and they, you know, they are asexual. Uh, they don't desire sex. They don't, you know, want sex. It's not something inside their body that they need. And that does not make what they feel and their connections they make any less valid. So I think it's important, you know, we need to... Just step back as a society and the art we're creating, be it you know a movie, a TV show, books, and recognize this deep connection that two souls can have that does not have to be sexual, and it will, and it still makes it just as
1: valid. Yeah, I would agree with all of that. I'd I'd feel like there's nothing even left to add to what you said because (laughs) you said it so wonderfully.
0: (laughs) Thank you. I am a writer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For once, I was actually eloquent, and I think it's just because I have such a deep connection to these two and the friendship Mm -hmm. that they share you know how me I'm a I'm a person that just loves deeply and loves hard and loves a person when and when they have my heart they have my heart it doesn't mean I want to go and bang them all the time it just means that they have my heart and you know what I'm saying yeah yeah
1: yeah I and, totally 100% get that uh,
0: and like you know I'm ride or die for you you know that
1: <laughs> well yeah I mean we have the tattoos to prove it
0: we have matching best friend tattoos that are ride or die if you guys want <laughs> photos we will show them (laughs) this is not a lie oh that's
1: actually the last time we hung out isn't that sad it is really sad really fucking sad that's one of my best memories with us though it was just really a a good time
0: yeah It was a good time. And I mean, to me, when it's you and me talking or whatever, and we give each other shit and we, you know, we say, oh, never, Never, right. We just poke fun in this and that. But then I've had moments where I just am like, I love you. And I hope you know that I fucking love you. And you're like, same. I mean, you have
1: actually dropped the L word a time or two on me. So (laughs) I feel blessed. Um, I believe I told you to keep that a secret and to delete those text messages. In theory, I heard a rumor that you've said
0: the L word. To me. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't think that just because you're married, I'm married doesn't invalidate our love no no um, it's
1: just different it's just
0: different and it doesn't make it any better or worse and it doesn't make it any weaker love is now fight love is not a finite thing you do not have to assign all of it in one direction you don't have to choose between your partner your significant other your spouse whatever and your best friend you do not have to share that love split that love or take love away from one because it's too strong yeah which you can see in these moments between these two in this episode and i i I think that's really just what resonated with me the most. And if you take out all of the jokes about Waverly, you know, like, you know, I'm sick of hearing you and my sister have sex in my house. (laughs) Uh, You know, my sister's girlfriend's either mutant meat or a pancake. Will you go and make my sister an honest woman? Like all those, if you take those lines out where they're talking about Waverly and you just play those moments back where they're, on the brink of death and Nicole is more than likely going to die as is the scenario that's set up and Wynona's still trying to tell her no I'm not giving up on you you're coming with me and Nicole's like no it has to be you and just the moments you know the fake proposal not the fake (laughs) proposal definitely a real one um, like, okay. Oh, hey,
1: it, it was it Winona was trying to lighten the mood while also giving Nicole an honest, truthful moment at yeah. the same time.
0: It was her way of, I believe, saying, I know Waverly asked you to marry her and I know you're going to say yes. And I'm showing you that I accept that. I want that. I can't mm-hmm. wait to spend the rest of my life with you, too. Yeah. But anyway, what I was saying, you take away all the Waverly talk and you kind of play those moments back it, completely out of context. That is some of the most romantic shit you can see in any TV show or movie or anything. How many times have you seen at the end of a movie the climax of a movie where it's like, da-da-da, swelling music, and the heroine or the hero sacrifices their life? to push the one they love away to save them to you know for the good of the people mm-hmm. like how many times have you seen this scenario played out and it's romantic and it's intimate and it makes your heart beat faster and it makes you say I want that kind of love that's literally what that those scenes were you know and it's just that blew me away.
1: It also led to one of my favorite lines of <laughs> that episode because Rachel's there mm-hmm. and I feel like she's not hearing all of the words but she's Seeing things, mm-hmm. so when they say they love the same angel, and her line that she very much questions the whole thing, and she, you're polygamous?
0: Yes, and she's no mean. These- she's so
1: confused. Yeah. <laughs> That made me cackle, like, honestly. I laughed really hard, too, because I was like, you know what? This isn't taken out of context at all. Like, in her mind, her perspective, that's what she's seeing. Right, exactly. And, I mean,
0: she's 15, 16 years old, so, you know, she probably doesn't have a lot of world experience. And But she sees these two people and the way they've talked about each other and worried about each other and supported and fought side by side, and now they're huddled on the ground. And Nicole's, you know, you can see the tear streaks down her cheeks you know she's kind of resigning to the fact that she this might be it for her and she's pushing winona away and winona's begging her to come with her and she's kind of seeing this from across the room she is honing in on the fact that they love each other yeah which is you know she's known them for what two hours three hours
1: who knows long enough for winona to start smelling because she didn't bring deodorant can tell that's how long
0: yeah which I thought was a really interesting just little quip it was just funny but it's so just oh I of- I,
1: it's not Winona and Nicole related, but the Winona and Rachel just duo is killing me. I absolutely love it because Rachel is a mini Winona, and it's hysterical to me.
0: I know. I'm so excited to see her around <sighs> the rest of the season. Interested to see how her story unfolds with Nicole, I'm assuming, but we don't know. I'm not going to make any theories or guesses because I love being surprised and I love going on that ride. So
1: Yeah, same. Although I do hope it happens. I just can completely contradicted myself and i don't care (laughs) nobody's listening
0: anyway i mean so yeah i'm gonna stop myself before i keep going that was my mini ted talk
1: yes because we will definitely have a lot to say on this Uh uh-huh
0: especially once it's marinated for a couple months however long it takes us to get we'll just be adding more to our notes uh yeah right it's gonna be it's gonna be a fucking book by the time we get there probably for you uh i know you're much like i'm I'm gonna even say doc emotionally constipated (laughs) i hope you guys know that this is me giving her shit i mean it's
1: true you can give me shit about real things
0: but you can't give me shit because you're constipated that's true no i'm just kidding okay but anyway poop poop joke for the win yeah poop this is the kind of high class um content we're bringing you guys
1: High class humor. Destiny, soulmates, intimacy, poop jokes. Yeah. Poop jokes, dick joke, everything. The dicks.
0: <laughs> I don't even want to go into that. I will later.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, later.
0: I just I just kinda want to hear your thoughts. And I know you said I already spoke eloquently, but um, you know I always love hearing your perspective because you and I perceive things differently, even though we're very similar in personality and we could make a TED talk about the things that we're very similar on. You still always have a different perspective, even if it's similar. Similar to mine you can point something out or notice something so I, I definitely want to hear your perspective.
1: Yeah I mean it is very similar to yours I, I'm trying to think of how to make mine not super in depth because I do want to save stuff but what really did get me in the episode is how selfless Nicole is mm-hmm. and then how angry it's making Wynonna at the same time that it, it's making her sad and upset but she does go to that place where she's like how dare you do this after all of your guilt tripping and punching me <laughs> and she is she's kind of getting mad and I think she's also upset that she's having to make a choice between leaving Nicole there or going and saving her sister and Doc and you can see the struggle and mm-hmm. I've definitely noticed that Winona is always one of the people usually the only person there at Nicole's lowest points when she's hurt as mm-hmm. uh, she's the one that Nicole asks the very difficult things to for her to do she asks Nona for that uh like, I think when she was bit by one of the widows and what she asks Nona to do in that episode because she can't ask anybody else and they just constantly support each other in the more difficult ways that they feel like they can't ask other people mm-hmm so I do really enjoy that. And then Winona really does see Nicola's family at this point, because I'll, I'll end it with another one of my favorite lines, so I don't go too in-depth and make this a super long episode. But when she tells Nicole that she'll see her at home, she doesn't say, hey, I'll see you back in purgatory, but she uses the word home.
0: Yeah, she doesn't even say at the homestead.
1: No, like, she says at home.
0: At home, because there's no yeah. question that that is their home yeah 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 definitely and now that we're starting talking about this
1: I just want to unpack it all but I'm gonna keep it packed I'm that's why I'm like back. I I went to say so many different things and then I'm like stopping myself because I'm like i say that stop stop well Hot if it's, it's making you feel okay it's all making me feel I know it's making you feel <laughs> but it's making you feel I can tell we should have an episode where I just try to make you cry uh, it won't
0: happen <laughs> <laughs> I say I'm emotional. Um, by that, I mean I have a lot of emotions coursing through me and I probably
1: can't sit still with my thoughts, but I rarely cry. That's true. I, I, I would maybe not cry, but just completely make you lose your mind.
0: Like be genuinely sad or just be so overwhelmed with emotions that I've got a pterodactyl screech into the night.
1: The second one, the pterodactyl screeching. I don't want to make you sad. I bet you could. I'm not, that, I'm not that much of a dick. Oh, I know, but I bet you <laughs> could what make you sad yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean I bet I could too but I'm not going to
0: <laughs> right not unless we're joking yeah <laughs> uh, anyway so okay got my feelings out kinda. kind of I feel of. A better it's like when you're bloated and you, <laughs> you know you need to poop but it's not coming yet but you fart and so there's like a little relief
1: oh yes Now fart jokes perfect yes
0: I just farted my emotions so I've got a little room it yeah. helps in time for
1: probably next week you can
0: add those god damn it this show's gonna kill me. I think it will.
1: Honestly. So I have kind of a list of my favorite lines from the episode, but I don't know how many you have. I don't know if you just want to pick one. I
0: came into this completely unprepared oh, as, far, okay. as far as details like that except for what's in my brain and what has stuck in my brain. I will tell you I've thought about this a lot <laughs> because there's there's a lot of good quotes and you know, joke. The comedic timing again, especially yes. between Mel and Kat is just so good. And Cat killed it in that entire episode she went through so many different emotions uh, along the whole spectrum you know mm-hmm. but i did i had thought about like my favorite quote and i thought about it a lot and i went back and forth um because there's so many good ones but my favorite joke is when nicole says whatever you are you're my ass <laughs> and then of course winona's like that sounds that sounds
1: kind of lesbian it was really good and then she just like passes out on her
0: yeah and I like it because it's funny but it shows again Nicole's relieved she's alive Mm -hmm. she she's her best friend she's so happy to see her and it's a throwback to their first hang when she told her she had a top shelf ass and it's like that moment she claimed Winona's ass that's hers that's mine (laughs) That's my ass. Not in a sexual <laughs> way, guys. No. But, you know, to compliment, to forever joke about, to reference all the time. You're my ass. And, I mean, I think every, I think that's really beautiful. Every best friend pair should have an ass. Oh, yeah.
1: For sure. <laughs> also, she meant you're an
0: ass. Like, you're a dick, but you're yeah, mine. Yeah,
1: exactly. You're my ass of a best friend. Mm-hmm. Am I the ass or are you the ass?
0: <sighs> you know, well, I just admitted you could probably make me sad. So, you're probably... <laughs> More you're more inclined to be more assholey than me. I mean you know you can how just,
1: You can literally just tell me I'm an asshole. It's fine. I don't think you're, you're not an gonna ass- hurt my feelings.
0: I don't think you're an asshole. I think you have I mean to other people, yes. To me, no. Go. But you have <laughs> You have that capability to really be an ass to me. And you have a couple times and I'm just like, whatever. I know it's not really in serious. No, but yeah, if we were. Oh, comparing, no, me, me being an ass to you is I'm doing it out of love. Right. And even if you're completely right, you're still doing it out of love. Yeah. Like when, you know, the age jokes and how I had to, <laughs> teach, I had to teach this child how public
1: transportation worked. Well, you were teaching me before cell phones how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you like took that that map or whatever the, the route it, a schedule. <laughs> route. I was like, what? why? Just look it up on your phone. Yeah, that didn't exist when I first started riding the bus. So, okay, your favorite quotes. Oh, okay, so I have so many written here. My, I, I'm gonna save the best for last. Okay. My absolute favorite for the last. So the I'll see you at home was one of my favorite lines, but it, that was my like serious favorite quote, and then um, when Winona says. That she didn't bring deodorant. And Rachel goes. I can tell. (laughs) And more like eating a dick. Yes. That's classic. (laughs) So good. The you're polygamist from Rachel. And right when Winona runs in to save Nicole. From the guy that's about to you know. Chomp her leg off. And then (laughs) she rips off the mask. And goes. I wasn't getting no oxygen. (laughs) Because it was just the delivery that she did it. Because the line by itself really isn't funny. But I can just have that image of her ripping off the mask and just in that like giggly high my top quote my favorite the one that made me laugh the hardest I I do I do try to scissor one in as often as possible yes (laughs) I love it and it's so and she's so inappropriate she's talking to a teenager (laughs)
0: But I don't know. It's so fucked. That's one of probably the top 10 best lines ever off from the show.
1: Oh, it, I think it might be my new favorite. I laughed so hard at that. Yeah, and I I'm like not, I'm not like a laugh out loud kind of person normally when I watch TV. Yeah, but that actually it did make me laugh out loud. Same, same. Like I chuckled loudly. Mm. That's and true. then we both text each other the same quote right after she said it. Same time. Because we knew. We've, we've yeah. been known. <laughs> All right. So before we get in any
0: deeper, I think I'm good emotionally. You're okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I just had to get it
1: out there. Okay. I mean, I'm glad that you feel better.
0: Yeah. Thanks for being my shoulder to cry on. Yeah. Yeah. I love you, man.
1: Oh, gross. <laughs>
0: thanks. It's it's standard. That's standard um, operating procedure right there. So I'll take it. (laughs) All right. So now that I have emotionally farted. And got it out of my system. We're gonna call it a day. Stay tuned because we do have more full size episodes coming, and who the hell knows with this wild ride of this show, we might be doing minisodes every week or so. So I just want to say thanks for listening. You know where to find us, but if you don't, we're at tw- on Twitter at ts shenanigans. Our hosting site is Anchor.fm forward slash Top Shelf Shenanigans. It's available on Spotify the same day, and then it goes down the list of when they're available on things like public radio. So just keep your eyes out there thanks for listening putting up with our ramblings um if you need to cry with me slide into our dms on twitter again share us share some art with us some fanfic with us share your love for these girls because we're sharing our love for them and in my desperate attempt to make a sign off tagline i am gonna try to make another why not pun so (laughs) when you're thinking about making an inappropriate joke to a teenager just remember why not
1: (laughs) <laughs> where'd the accent come from
0: i have no idea i hated it but it's staying in that's
1: fine okay bye 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 I'm gonna fart again